Broadway musicals like Oklahoma or Cats or The Phantom of the Opera all begin in the same way. The lights go dim, the orchestra in the pit begins the overture. The overture serves as a very useful and practical purpose. It's a way of settling the audience down to set the mood, but it also to give hints and clues as the storyline of the show that will follow. Though the overture occurs at the beginning of the show, in fact, they are usually the last piece of music written. In this way, composers can integrate a musical phrase from the entire production. Musical overtures are never long, usually have an upbeat tempo. They serve as a kind of trumpet fanfare for what will follow. The overture says, in effect, the best is yet to come. Christmas is the overture to the mystery of God self-revealing in Jesus of Nazareth. Like a musical overture, the observance of the Lord's birth is historically the last of the major Christian festivals to be observed. Like an overture, Christmas is upbeat, and blessedly, it does not last very long. Christmas is the opening fanfare for the good news in Christ that is to follow. Like a musical overture, Christmas introduces us to themes or images that will be repeated again and again in the storyline of the self-revealing God in Christ Jesus. We hear in the overture of Christmas that God is the initiator. The stalemate between God and humanity is resolved by God initiating his love, presence, grace, and acceptance in the reality of human life. This goes against the grain of our most favored human endeavor, namely of thinking that we are or that we can be always in control. In God's initiation, we're introduced to God's work of reconciliation. This reconciliation is not the result of our beliefs, our prayers, our acts of kindness, love, or generosity. This reconciliation is the result of God taking the first step and bringing about what we cannot achieve by ourselves. Along with reconciliation, the Christmas Overture introduces us to the journey or the pilgrimage. And this is one of the major themes of the biblical record. The stories of Israel's heroes and heroines are stories of men and women making a journey. And before his birth, even at the time of his birth, and the days of his birth, Jesus and the Holy Family are on a journey. This image will dominate Jesus' life from Galilee to Jerusalem, from the judgment to the garbage dump called Golgotha, to the resurrection, ascension, and his coming again in glory. This image reminds us that in our relationship with God, the status quo is more of a danger to that relationship than anything else.
The journey is always a journey that is away from something and a journey that is towards something. God, the initiator, invites us to make the journey away from a preoccupation with ourselves towards a focus on the love and grace that God holds out for us. We are invited to move away from separation, to move towards acceptance, to move away from self-reliance, to move toward a reliance on God and others, to move away from despair so that we might move towards hope, to move away from fear so that we might move towards love, to move away from violence so that we might move towards peace. From the smells that emanated from a stable and from the shepherds, from the nitty-gritty of taxes and a housing shortage, from the pain, worry, and fear of giving birth, the Christmas overture introduces us to a God who uses the physical stuff of life on this planet for God's own purposes. Throughout the gospel story, the physical stuff, the ordinary taken for granted stuff of life is used by God as a means of conveying the inconceivable, of touching the untouchable, of perceiving what is beyond our perception. So water, bread, wine, human touch, nonverbal body expressions, human words, and if you've read the gospel, even spit are used as a means of God being, as a means of being touched by the unseen and invisible glory of God. Is this not part of what it means to give and to receive gifts at Christmas? Lovers give engagement rings or pearls or pendants. Parents surprise their children with an unexpected gift. A neighbor drops off a little something or the unexpected check from Aunt Tilly. These are more than just Christmas gifts. They are the physical stuff that tells us that we are loved and accepted and our lives are made richer by them. The ordinary stuff becomes the vehicle of the extraordinary. The Christmas Overture introduces us to all that will follow. God will initiate, God will invite us to a pilgrimage, and God will use the ordinary stuff of life. Maybe the best that any of us can do is to do what the shepherds decided to do. Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.